Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. This is Janine Bolin, and today I am fortunate enough to have a guest who has been practicing hypnosis for over 50 years. She's highly, highly intuitive, but don't think for a moment she can't go to bat to you logically. She can definitely hit you line item by line item with a piece of logic, although she wouldn't do that because she's too caring. She's very compassionate. But Zolita Grant is with us here today, and during her time, she has created a line of hypnosis hypnosis meditations for the public she's written 24 books on hypnosis for practitioners she founded the colorado coaching where she taught five styles of hypnosis she also has an excellent line of hypnotic coaching home study certifications so she can help train practitioners to be life business and relationship coaches Zolita uses her first-hand experience in the power of the mind to illustrate easy-to-remember techniques to create a life with less stress and more meaning. Thank you so much for joining us today, Zolita. Thank you so much for having me. And isn't that what we're all wanting now, more meaning in our lives, more purpose, you know, more of a sense of waking up to a new way of living, Because a lot of the ways that we were living were absolutely stupid. And forgive me, I talk about my own life when I say that. I'm not saying anyone else's life was stupid. But 2020, I looked at some of the things I was doing in my own life and going, oh my gosh, I really need to drop that. And I would drop it as fast as I would a hot rock, you know, (laughs) it was like, we need to move on. So I just would encourage you, if you catch yourself saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing that. That is so stupid. Realize, give yourself a break. You were just doing what was a a pattern. And so Lita is here to talk to us about how to do pattern interrupts and also how to get through winter months with a little bit more gentleness for yourself. So take it away, dear. So I think it's so important that we begin to talk about the development of our own natural GPS. Everybody has a GPS inside of themselves. Some people call it the code of the soul. Some people call it the connection to God. I think the easiest way to think of it is that it's our own inner centering mechanism. You know, if you look about even cells want to attain what's called homeostasis. Human beings want to come into balance. And so we have inside of ourselves a knowingness that can connect directly into our intuition if we pay attention. And, you know, you brought up the idea of like not being hard on ourselves. And that's such an important lesson to learn because, you know, the way a GPS works is you have to put in where you are, which requires honest assessment. Okay. If you have an inner critical judge, you'll develop things like a denial and avoidance and procrastination rather than being able to say, this is really where I am. So you have to have compassion to truly see where you are. Then you have to clearly define where do I want to go? Once you have those two points of reference in, 
to the development of practical intuition, you can really have guidance for your life. What you're recommending is spot on stuff that people know logically in their head. But, you know, as many, many mystics have talked to me about and people who are highly intuitive. Yeah, 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 Janine, I know that. But man, trying to integrate that is very challenging. And so I would love for you to just kind of, are there some tips that you can kind of help people with developing their intuition so that they integrate that wonderful advice they're giving themselves? But how do they go about integrating that in their own life? So first of all, let me tell you a little bit about my own journey with intuition. When I was a child, I could see beings from other planes, and I was not aware that other people couldn't. And a very significant thing happened to me when I was about six and a half, almost seven years old, because it was just before I went Uh, into the second grade. So in that early childhood time, I tried to introduce a friend to an angel. And the friend said, you're crazy. Oh, no. Here you have this amazing being who who you want to introduce them to, and they think you're making it up. Yikes. Okay. Yes. Yes. And crazy was scary to me because My father was a pharmacist at a mental hospital in California, and we lived on the grounds of the hospital where there were people identified as crazy. So the second thing that happened within a few weeks of that is that my mother and I were walking through the yards of the hospital to get to my father's office, and there were what looked to me like cages. They had chicken wire on them where people were being outdoors. And I saw this woman talking to this spirit in a tree. And I said to my mother, why are those people in cages? And my mother said, oh, they see spirits and they're crazy and we have to lock them up. That'll so, put the kibosh on your psychic abilities. <laughs> I mean, you, forgive me for interrupting your story, but that is significant trauma. I mean, because you're like, but I'm just like those people. Okay, well, that's something that's going under the rug for a while. Well, you know, Janine, I have a degree in clinical psychology from Berkeley just to prove that I am not crazy. <laughs> Take I think, that, Berkeley scholars. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But luckily, I told my grandmother, and my grandmother was very intuitive. And my grandmother was Scottish, and she came from a whole line of people who were said to have the sixth sense in Scotland. So she normalized this idea that intuition is something good, but she also said you have to be careful who you let know. Uh, That's the thing that I find fascinating is Europe or the, you know, the mainland, as some people refer to it, since some people still consider the United States the colonies. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, you know, in Europe, they have witches and they're not evil. They're, they're people who are highly women, who are highly intuitive, healers, all that. There's so many cultural references to the old wise woman that people go to because they just have a knack. You know, yeah. they have a gift. So, yeah, I'd love to hear more about, you know, how you then went from, okay, so you had this experience where you saw people in cages, and then you go to grandma, and grandma talks about, just be careful, honey, gives you quality advice, okay? Then you decide, I'm going to go to Berkeley, and that way, <laughs> and I'm going to get a degree, and that way I can prove you know, that I am not crazy. So what happens next? So grandma also gave me tarot cards and taught me how to read them and basically told me that this was a good way to work with my intuition, that I could learn to see what the probabilities of my own life was like. And I was probably... Way And that, you know, when I learned to read tarot cards, I was 10 or 11. And I probably did not read them for another person until my late 20s. I only read them for myself as a way of developing my intuition. And I started to pay attention to my dreams. Because the other thing my grandmother gave me was a dream journal. And she told me to start writing down my dreams and I would start getting messages. She didn't say they were messages from God, but she basically said spiritual messages, mystical messages that will help guide you in your life. All I can say is thank heavens for grandmas who understand their grandchildren and instead of teaching through fear and trying, you know, there's many parents just trying to protect their children from themselves is what they see, you know, just trying to keep you alive. <laughs> and then grandmas are there and thank heavens that we have those maternal women. And here you are now yourself at what we call the crone stage of life. You are now one of the, what would be considered a tribal grandmother. So as you look out over these young, beautiful young people who are, you know, anyone under the age of 50, um, <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm 50. But anyway, um, as people are coming into their spiritual gifts, one of the challenges is confidence. So, all right, you have tarot cards, you have oracle cards, you have runes, you have a plethora of tools, divination tools, pendulums, what have you. What are some suggestions that you have for people who really want to increase? What are some tips you can give them for developing their own internal GPS, as you like to say? So I think that the daily routines or rituals are really critical. I think it's so important to begin every day with grounding, clearing your space, creating a connection to that GPS. And then just taking a few minutes to just do a quick mental rehearsal of your day. Imagining yourself as your very best self, moving easily and effortlessly through your very best day. And then in the evening, it's important to prepare for the most significant opportunity to get direct messages, which is through the dreams. So you want to take some time to clear the day. You know, there are things that you did and there are things that you didn't. 
let go of it as you get ready to go to sleep at night. Process things that you need to process. Have a to-do list. Once you write them down, you take them out of your mind and you allow the mind to become clear. I also think the idea of cleaning your energy at night is good. You know, the more sensitive we are, the more aware we are, the more we have the possibility of picking up other people's stuff. And so just taking a few minutes to just imagine that you're taking a shower in light and you're just letting that beautiful golden light just wash all through you and bring you to this sense of center and balance. And then you prepare yourself to have important dreams because dreams have always been the way that people got their most important messages. Look at the, look at the Tibetan books, look at the Hindu books, look at the Egyptian books, look at the Hebrew books, the Old Testament dreams were always important and significant ways to get guidance. And so you prepare yourself to have dreams by keeping writing material close by, by telling yourself that you're going to pay attention to the dreams, or by even getting my new Secret Life of Dreams book and the, and the MP3 that comes with it. Uh, yes, you were lucky. I was so lucky. We got you um, scheduled for the Writer's Hour Creative Conversation, which is uh, another podcast my company produces. And Zoleta was kind enough to chat with us about the secret life of dreams. And we will have that in the description uh, of this podcast show so that you can go and travel there. So she can, she talks in detail about the ritual or the routine that is very helpful to get you into a receptive state for dreaming. And she goes line item by line item on that. But I, I want to go back to something you said right at the beginning, which is you need to ground yourself. Now, when I was first, um, I, I always had a highly developed sense of intuition, but when I first started working in the metaphysical community and I was talking to people, I would always say to folks, what do you mean by grounding? Because that was something that I heard over and over and over. And I could never get a mystic to really tell me what that was. So I would love your definition to you. What does it mean to ground? So just take a minute and just imagine that your spine is really straight and that your feet are flat on the ground. And that your breath is free and deep and easy. And as you allow yourself to imagine, imagine that from the center of the soles of your feet, there are roots that will go down into the earth. And those roots can travel down 10 feet and 50 and 500 and 1,000 all the way to the center of the earth. And in the center of the earth, there's a ball of liquid golden fire, fire without heat, but fire that has power and energy. And just imagining that those roots go all around that ball and you become grounded, feel grounded. And some of the roots go in and you are connected. You're connected and grounded, centered and balanced. 
That's all you have to do. And I just want folks to hear that this was probably the best description and the best visualization I have ever been shown, which is why I was so excited about Zolita coming on today, because I knew she would have answers to these very, you hear these words bandied about so much, and sometimes it just comes back to, this is the exercise you do, and you will feel grounded. Now, some people would tell me, you need to go out into your backyard and dig a hole and and stand with, you know, your feet on the earth and stuff like that. And and that just never really worked for me. But one of the things I have loved is um, Zolita has helped me in many, many ways because I'm multicultural. I come from so many different cultural backgrounds that I needed somebody who had that. So thank you very much for offering that to us. I also recommend that you visit Zolita at her websites where she has multiple free MP3 meditations, self-hypnosis, all kinds of items where you can for free download these things and listen to them and they will help with anxiety, calming you when you're under particular stress. They're not free. They're on sale. Oh, the sale. I was thinking about uh, the one that you had for the others, but uh, anyway, there are all kinds that you can purchase as well as listen to, and you're getting a little bit of help here today. And I just wanted to let you know, totally worth the time, totally worth your investment because they will help you with anxiety and weight loss and financial issues. All There's the whole gamut. So I highly encourage that you visit Zolita Grant's her uh, website, which we will give at the end of this episode. But we're not done yet. She she is a gold mine of information. And I would love to learn, what is the one thing that kind of benefited you on your spiritual path? The concept of connecting into that GPS. You know, you have to get still and listen. And when you get still and listen, whether it's in the out of doors or whether it's in your own place of living, you have that ability to center and to really pay attention to those messages inside. I agree. And I wanted to give folks your website, which is mindset-for-success.org. Make sure that you go .org because she is such a teacher. She has .org. <laughs> also, Zolita has a Mindset for Success Facebook group. I highly recommend that you go there. And uh, she has recordings as well as little commentaries there as well that if you kind of want to feel out her style of mentoring before you uh, dive into some of her paid programs that she has available. So that is the one thing is just definitely connecting into your personal GPS, whatever that looks like for you as a person. And I also concur with you that routines really stabilize you no matter what kind of chaos may be going on in your life. Is there anything else you care to share with people today regarding routines or rituals that are stabilizing in this wild and woolly time we live in? Definitely. First of all, I'd like to clarify another one of those terms that people really throw around, which is you create your own reality. So the reality is the practical way you do that is through your system of beliefs. What do you believe is possible? Most people have limiting beliefs. One of the things that my products and I do is transform limiting beliefs into expanding beliefs. The other thing 
is your habits of living. And so those habits of living are the routines that you're creating your life by. So if in your habits of living, you stop by the bagel store on the way to the gym, you're not as likely to achieve your goal of mastering your weight than if you eliminate that habit of the bagel and cream cheese. Yeah, those are kind of the basics, aren't they? (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so this is such an important time as we move into this new age that we're moving into, which is a more hopeful age to set your habits of living, to set your personal rituals and routines. And, you know, ultimately, the way you do one thing becomes the way you do everything. That when you do one thing with consciousness, with precision, with detail, you begin to do everything in your life that way. Because ultimately, like my basic slogan of life is create, change your mind, change your life, create by design, not by default. Ultimately, we have the capacity to design our lives. And why not design an extraordinary life for yourself? It really beats some of the trauma-filled lives some people have to walk themselves through. And then when you get out on the other side, start finding ways of healing, whatever that is for you. And Zolita can definitely help you with those sorts of processes and systems that she has. And not only on her website, mindsetforsuccess.org, but also in her Facebook group where she gives you tips almost almost on a daily basis. I mean, I, I know that you are very prolific in your offerings there on that Facebook group. So definitely stop by Mindset for Success. One last thing before we go, and that was, this is being recorded on January 21st of 2021. And I was trying to hit the record button and Zolita was just talking away about this day. Do you mind sharing a little bit about what you know about this day. And then as we move into February and March, some of the things that you know. So this is a very auspicious day for setting your intentions because it's the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. And so it's a day of intentions. And as you are listening to this in February or March, It is a reminder to you about being intentional with life. Being intentional with life and having in mind your values that you want to live by by the year and having in mind the goals that you want to achieve and remembering it's so important to live your life from your values and your goals not your moods and circumstances. And I think that's excellent advice, especially since so many people have accused me of being a part of the happiness cult, like, you know, be happy at the expense of all other emotions. And, and that's not it. I live my life by design and that allows me to express happiness a lot more. And I know other people have been accused of being quote, quote, happiness cult members, <laughs> but that's a byproduct of the rituals and the routines and the 
goals that we set for ourselves. Is there anything else you want to share with us, Zelita, before we close out today? One teeny piece. So the job of light bringers is to bring the light. And when we go through times of turbulence, remember to become a lighthouse. Remember to stay very grounded and just hold the light. And every day in every way, let life get better and better. And since my father was in, an, in the Navy, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it takes to be a lighthouse. Believe it or not, a lighthouse has a routine and they do it every single day and they do it exactly the same way. There used to be in the old days men that would carry buckets of oil up to the lighthouse, and it would sometimes take them four to five hours to get enough oil up into those old lighthouses so that the flames would burn throughout the night as storms and stuff came along the coast. That's why the little staircases and why lighthouse workers were always very thin, because <laughs> they were hauling the, all that oil up. Then as we went into electrics, just remember, a lighthouse is steady in its light, but there are routines and there are processes and systems that are used. So I just encourage you to investigate a little bit on the history of lighthouses, just because those are metaphors that are used frequently. And then people forget there's a structure behind that. So no matter what kind of creativity you have coming out of you, try to make sure to be reminded of those routines and systems that Zolita has spent decades outlining for light bringers, just like yourself. So, Lita, thank you so much for joining us today. It is a true pleasure. <laughs> um, anything else you wish to share before we go? Descending blessings. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Pramanyama to you, too. And this is Janine Bolin with the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring on mystics of all races, cultures, climes, and times to help us as we hold the light for others. Remember to keep your feet firmly planted on the ground. Stay your practical, solid, steady selves. But at the same time, don't forget the job that you're doing and give yourself a break today. Keep thinking about the stars and reach for the stars, but don't forget to rest too. We need you to be on your best form. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the eightgates.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.